As long as you can hear us. What up, though? This is Knockouts and Three Counts. But before we bring you another episode of Podcast Gold, let me tell you about the homies over at Michigan's Finest. Do you ever find yourself trying to get yourself together and thinking, man, this is going to be a great night, but I'm looking for that little extra something-something? Well, check out our friends at Michigan Finest. If you are into medical marijuana, rec recreational marijuana, concentrates, vapes, anything of that sort, Michigan's Finest has got you covered. And as you can see here, it's all easily done by their website. It's all curbside and you'll be in and out in two minutes. And they're family owned and operated. So customer service is their number one goal. And now since they are rocking with knockouts and three counts, use the code KO3MF. Yes, that's KO3MF. You get 10% off your entire order, but that does exclude featured items and items that are already on sale. But if you use that code, you're getting 10% off your items. And I promise you, either if you're looking for that big knockout or you're ready to hit the sheets for that three count, Michigan's Finest will get you together. Tell them knockouts and three counts sent you. And I promise you, you're going to be having a great night. Peace. This is the Ring of Honor, a.k.a. Shane T, boy. The baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. This is Mr. This is good old JR Jim Rock, and you are listening. You're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Knockouts and Three Counts starts now. What up? No, this isn't a Tuesday. This isn't a Thursday. It's a motherfucking Friday. We are back. Knockouts and three counts. And man, we might have to start calling these episodes the Wildlife of Lindsay Snow. Because last time, you know, it turned into knockouts and three counts after dark as we was poolside. This time you've got uh, live from the tattoo chair. I mean, hell, we can't do you much better for entertainment wise. We got a lot to talk about. We have the return of the homie Lindsay Snow. How you doing? What up? Oh, sorry, that was a long line. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're a bit busy. One of the one of the many facets of the uh, ever evolving Lindsay Snow out here. You already know. You already <laughs> hey man, that just means you're busy. So I mean, obviously you've been busy since the last time we've seen you. Um, tell me about what you've been doing outside the wrestling ring first of all, because I mean you've been doing your thing tattooing. You know, we see you out here making new tag teams, new alliances, all that stuff. What's new in the world of the American Kaiju, Lindsay? There's so much fucking shit, dude. Uh, I am so excited to tell you guys about what I have planned for Mania. Can we go ahead and go into that or not? Are we waiting? I mean, go ahead. 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 Yeah, I don't have the I don't have the drum drop. <laughs> All right. So let me finish this line. I will give you guys that much anticipation. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> okay. So uh, basically, um, all right. So Circle Six, which you are familiar with. Uh, what up, though, Mike? Like how I'm like just like rubbing my gloves together, like ah. Oh. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I the energy brewing. I'm just pumped about it, man. 
Like, if you were getting your own show, you'd be pumped about it, too. Oh, I mean, absolutely. But this is the first time for me, so I'm very excited, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't think ours is quite to the standards. We might have people tune in virtually, but people to actually show up live, that's a whole other thing. So you, you got that acronym. You're, you're telling me, man. Luckily, this dude is, like, just laying here live in person, <laughs> letting me tattoo him while I do this. Which is kind of multitasking. Tired, um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, Circle Six. Back to, back to that. Circle Six is giving me my own show at Knuckleheads, which is a, a local bar in LA for a Mania weekend, and uh, I'm gonna have my own hour-long show. But that's dope. There's a twist. It's not gonna be a wrestling show. It's gonna be Lindsay Snow's. American Kaiju Cannabis Cup. So, take with that. What does that consist of? That's what I want to know. I need to know some details here. What does the Lindsay Snow Cannabis Cup consist of here? Are we are we just doing, are we purely judging the buds out here? Oh, are no. we, are we going to, no, what's no, no. going down? Uh, I feel like this sounds like a hell of a party. We're, basically, I'm just going to get my friend stone. That's all I really want to do. <laughs> And they're giving me the time slot to do it. So why not? You know, why not just have a party? That's like, hi, I'm Lindsay. I like to party. Right. <laughs> hey, man. We linked up in Dallas last year. I can confirm. I feel like we had a damn good time. And then I watched some dude, like, beg to get chopped and bitch about his girlfriend for 20 minutes on the stage before he did so. You remember that? No. <laughs> The comedy show, Dolph Ziggler's thing, the guy that got oh, chopped to the chest. Oh, I remember that. Oh, my God. That guy was like, she deleted it from my phone. She's such a bitch. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it, was, it was Dolph Ziggler's brother. Yeah, it, it was his brother, but him and Dolph yeah. and Bobby Roode were all up there. Right, right, right. That, that shit was pretty fucking funny, actually. But, uh, yeah, I think that I probably, like, purposely pushed that out of my memories. I mean, so I don't blame it. Something tells me that wouldn't be the thing that I would want to be thinking about either. Besides, not to mention, we all left looking like we pissed ourselves because that girl couldn't name the tequila gun, but that's another story Dude, for another I time. I was so mad about that because she told me I was and it was not vodka. Like, how can I be like that? I feel so chipped. You said other, it was vodka. It's that other clear one. It's close enough. I mean, you know. It's not close enough. <laughs> hey, man. so to, to like you said to circle back to this whole circle six thing i'm very interested as somebody who is a uh medical card holder in this fine state of michigan myself uh even though i now california yeah even though i uh managed to let my uh card lapse it is also legal here for recreational but now now okay. my dumbass has to pay an extra like 12 percent in tax so yeah that's all the but, more reason you yeah. should check out our fine sponsors at michigan's finest just saying wait y'all yes, tax is 12 percent no i but if i'm not mistaken it's you still gotta 6%. pay the six percent and then it's 16 if i'm not mistaken is the recreational tax so you still gotta pay the traditional sales tax plus 16 percent if i'm not mistaken That's you don't have to pay taxes in florida no like, no why is florida getting all the good shit? you guys get good weather too yeah I mean, do you have to have do you have to have a medical card in florida though or no yeah you do you do yeah 
when I had a medical card, you don't have to pay that. You just have to pay a traditional sales tax. So, uh, well, that's but kind of like I was just saying, yeah, like I was just saying, my dumbass, uh, my managed to let it lapse and haven't uh, found my way back into a doctor yet. So I'm just out here paying them taxes. It's so busy but, here because like I just text my doctor and I'm like, yo, can you up my stuff for me, please? Can you like up my like inhalation? Can you up my? <laughs> I I heard the the setup down there is very strange. I have a friend that I play uh, Xbox with that lives down in Florida, and he said the setup's very strange. Like here, you can you can walk in a store and walk out with multiple ounces, multiple containers of wax, multiple you know cartridges, vapes, what you know, edibles, you all in out. one order like i heard down there it's like you're like limited your consumption's like one ounce a day and like yeah it's like it's like every 70 days basically it's like every 70 days so it's like it depends on like who your doctor is this is such a fucking terrible thing to talk about on a podcast by the way because no like... this is the deep this is the deeps we have a weed sponsor i'm sure they love to hear oh, about this stuff right. you're right you're right but uh, <laughs> Corey's out here trying to educate the world on the world of Michigan medical marijuana. Let's get back. What let's get back to what people wanted us thing. to talk about. But. Yeah, what I was trying to say with the whole thing before it managed to get in a tax argument with the Circle Thick Six thing, I never managed to make myself out to the uh, Michigan Cannabis Cup. So, like Kyle was kind of getting to, other than I just want to get my friend stoned, of course, that sounds cool. You're going to be at a bar, so it sounds like there's going to be, you know, alcohol and stuff as well. How yeah. are, are you guys going to be allowed to smoke in there? That's that's a huge question uh, I had. Outdoors. Oh, shit. Patio space. So, even better. Even yeah. better. You ain't even got to worry about it then. That's the whole goal is to do it outdoors so that we can have like a blunt rolling competition. I want people. I want to see people's weed tricks. I want to see them fancy joints y'all can roll. I want to see all the fancy shit. Like if you got something that you think will like, I don't know, blow my mind. I wanna. I want to see that. <laughs> and, um, hey man, I'm all I know is if it's anything like last year, I feel like this year is gonna be turned up a hundred times because it's in LA. So I feel like this is just gonna be a big ass party the whole time we're there. So all I know is I am ready to get on a damn plane. And get to LA. I'm a little jealous because a bunch of my friends are down there in Vegas right now with that whole no surrender thing. Shout out to Johnny at Nerd Bar and shit. But oh, yeah. uh, with that being said, let's talk about what you've got going on in the world of wrestling because you've been uh, making some noise there first. I have to ask you this since we just had her on the show recently. Please tell me how the hell you got linked up with Mother Endless because, you know, that by far may be the most interesting interview I've done in the six years that we've done this show because I had dude, I had people clear down to my barber in the barber chair being like, yo, I saw that clip of that chick on TikTok. What the fuck was up with that? So I'm just saying I love her so much. She's such an amazing person. Um the internet's a real weird place though, man. And yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's for sure. That um she uh she reached out to me and we hit it off immediately, basically. And I was like, yo, like, yes, I, I agree. Yes. And, and that's all <laughs> that had to happen. Um, she's, 
she's great usually I, I love tagging with her i also love tagging with lady frost but we don't seem to get to do that too often um, I know that was what that was the team you were telling us about the last time you were on here. You're mm-hmm. like, yo, we need to do this with her because, you know, shout out to uh, her and past guests of the show, the Savage Gentleman and all that good shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, you it's like this must be your favorite place to debut tag teams. I mean, shit, last time it was her. Now we're lined up. There you go. I mean, O'Shea versus Lindsay. Oh, wow. O'Shea Edwards I, versus I, Lindsay I, Snow. Kaiju versus Kaiju. You know, I mean, I feel like we've become like the official like auditioning spot for Shane Taylor promotions at this point. I mean, we've had everybody, but we've had everybody but O'Shea on there so far. We've had Khan and Moses and uh, JD Griffey, who he just teamed with at final battle. I mean, shit, I guess this must be like the, the Shane Taylor landing spot. I wouldn't be mad at that match either, but you know, Speaking of all that stuff with Mother Endless, you guys just announced that you got another tag team match coming up here at Bloodstorm Pro. So I know, like trying to, you know, trying to have that dripping shit come Mania weekend. So tell me about that match. Tell me what the people got uh, in store at Bloodstorm Pro and what is it that you think makes you guys such a great tag team outside of the obvious that uh, Mother Endless probably just mind fucks all your opponents before you ever get to the ring. I like how you almost just said appointments because I'm sitting here tattooing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, right? Uh, I feel like I feel like we have that mindfuck element to us, and like she, uh, she's definitely very brainy. She's got some ideas, and sometimes those ideas are fucking gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I really enjoy her as a person and being able to get out there and do this shit with her and like get to, get to work at Bloodstorm Pro. It's a, uh, it's kind of like a, a dream come true to get to work with somebody that you respect and that, that respects you like on the same level, you know, uh, we work really, really well together. Like our chemistry is like on point, you know? You can't really, you can't really ask for very much more in a tag team partner than what she's given me, you know. And I'm, like I said, I'm thrilled with with working with her. I'm thrilled with uh, seeing what's gonna happen. Yeah, I can just imagine time, uh, next time the. The pairing between you two has definitely got to be an interesting one because just the way the character that she presents out there is just such a interesting dynamic. It really honestly is to both like the interview side and match side. She really does a, a really solid job in both. And to match up with somebody like you, I feel like that's just between the two of you. It's, you know, that's solid gold. So Definitely feel like that one could be uh, something coming up. All right, but that brings the burning question, though. You got to tell me. So I've had people ask me, like, how to how to describe Mother Endless after we did the interview, after they saw what I said about it. So I got to know, when you first saw Mother Endless, what was the combination you thought of? Because the first thing I thought of with that voice she's got is it sounded like some shit out of The Hunger Games. That's the first thing I thought. It sounds like the voice that talks down like so and so just died, but I can't do it because I, I don't I have that voice. But. I thought about Silent Hill. 
That's another yeah. good one. Whenever I first met her, I thought about Silent Hill. And, that's uh, another good one. I like that. <laughs> that. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. After the fact, once we were uh, done with the interview, I was telling her she needs to look uh, for a career in voice acting and video games. She'd, she'd make a, a crazy villain. For sure. She's so sick with it. And she's got that, that uh, voice. The timing. It's the timing. It's, it's her I, way I to like delay the words so that she keeps you waiting and wanting. As she would like, you know, it's like she she really lays it out there in a way where, you know, it keeps the attention for sure. For sure. Yeah, she's very talented in that in what she does and that's why I like for her to talk and for me to destroy. <laughs> I mean, that's like the perfect combo. You got the mouthpiece and then you just come through like a damn killing machine. Well, with talking about killing machines and things, man, I got to ask. So I knew that you were into death matches and the crazy shit before, but man, you've really kind of knocked that up to another degree at this point between fighting <laughs> Jimmy Lloyd at uh, No Peace Underground. And, you know, like I said, with the uh, one of our guests that we had had on before, she was saying the same thing. So tell me, tell me about the move into more of the death match stuff. And are you leaning more that way? Is it kind of you're trying to keep a balance of both still? Or are you just liking fucking people up and not having any rules? I mean, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes to everything. Uh, I mean, I love, I love deathmatch wrestling. I love the deathmatch locker room. I love the aspect and like the dirty griminess of deathmatch wrestling you know what i'm saying like that like you don't get out of a regular wrestling match for some reason like that like i don't want to call it cult but like that dark and mysterious vibe is what i did that's like that's kind of kind of my thing guys in case, <laughs> in case you can't realize but um <laughs> But no, like, uh, I, I absolutely respect deathmatch wrestling, and uh, I love it. I, I love having deathmatches. If it's, like, if there's, like, a problem, you know, like, if you build up to it, right, or whatever, like, sometimes you just have deathmatches just because I like bleeding on people, and I don't know. It's just fun, but it's also, <laughs> like, you're trying to tell a story, and... You have to keep all of these other things in mind while you're doing it, you know? Um, you're, even though you're out there bleeding, you're still trying to make people interested in watching, like, the story, like, you know, pan out, basically. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'm bleeding, but I still have to focus on what I'm actually doing instead of, like, I don't know. I feel like some people freak out about the blood, but yeah. it's like one, one of those things that I'm just like, all right, no, I'm here for it. Yes. Just stick to I the game like, plan. You, you know what yeah, you're like, supposed to do type of mentality. I feel like, uh, as soon as I see the first drop of blood roll down my face, then I'm like, okay, time to clock in, you know, like <laughs> the match is actually started now. 
You know, and that's a funny thing. It's always that's like always the question you get when people talk about like fighting and jujitsu and stuff. Why do you do that stuff? Well, you know, when somebody punches you in the face, you quickly realize, well, fuck. It's like they say in the in the movie, you either back the hell up or get the hell in. There's either one way in or one way out. You're gonna choose real quick as soon as you get hit. Well, clearly, since we know that you have no problem with taking the shot, you know, with that being said, tell me uh, about fighting Jimmy Lloyd, all right? I've been seeing Jimmy Lloyd a shit ton around here downriver. Uh, matter of fact, he's here tonight. He's at a show doing a show here with uh, past guests of the show, John Wayne Murdoch, and a whole bunch of other motherfuckers here in Detroit. So, with that being said, tell me about uh, fighting old Jimmy Lloyd at uh, No Peace. That's it. Fucking suck. Yeah. Uh, that's the first time I've gone through glass before. <laughs> yeah. Not no bueno. No, no Kinder Bueno over here, man. <laughs> so, so you're telling me that's not fake glass, huh? After all these years. <laughs> what? No. What? In all seriousness, though, what was the, what was going through your mind as you heard that? Sh- pane of glass break behind your back or i don't know necessarily what the example was but i'm assuming it was like you know you fell through it or something yeah i took a a dvd through the uh through the glass pane and oh boy my then my leg hit the rope and i was just like fuck my foot and then i was just like god damn it like i was mad There's no adrenaline break in that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same thing I was thinking. There ain't no, oh shit, we're just going to walk through it. It's all all good. Speaking of which, dude, did you see, uh, what was that girl's foot that broke? Who was the girl that broke her ankle? Clarissa's, uh, Clarissa's, oh my God. Singala? For those who don't know. Yes! And and then, not only did she try to put it back. Crunches that bitch back. Throws it back in place like nothing, like it was her shoe that slipped off, and then tries to stand up, and then was like, "Oh, I guess it actually is something." All right, like, oh, I guess it I wasn't can't even fight. like, <laughs> yeah, like, all right, well, shit. I mean, <sighs> adrenaline's a motherfucker, I guess, right? It really is, man. Let's let's just hope she got a good tax return let's hope she got a good tax return if you haven't done your tax returns make sure you check out our sponsors over at g3 payroll and tax tell them we sent you i'm sitting pretty right now because jack got me more money than i got back last year so it's a good day in my household and i'm not as broke going to la next month so i'm not too mad about it make sure you hit up g3 payroll and tax tell them knockouts and three counts sent you well with that being said, obviously you're busy doing a tattoo. What what tattoo are we doing right now? I'm uh, I'm making Pinhead from Hellraiser on the homie mat right now. I know. like it. Let me. Uh, we got a whole uh whole. We got a whole horror sleeve going there, or something on the leg, yeah. or anything. We're actually starting a horror sleeve. Well, like the back portion of his leg, we're starting as a horror sleeve right now. So, 
So today uh, we're doing a pinhead, and we're gonna eventually do like what, like Jason, Freddy, yeah. like some real cool Even shit. Vecna, stuff like that. Yeah, Vecna. I totally dig that because, you know, you being uh, from the fighter side of things, you know, it makes me think of my friend Sarah. Sarah got all down her legs. She was a TIE fighter. She's got all the different killers all up her fucking leg. So when she kicks you in the face, you get a different motherfucker every time. (laughs) I don't know. Can y'all see that? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The light. Since since you showed us before we went live, compared to now, the tattoo has completely evolved since then. <laughs> and mean, that's I just was... and that's just in the line work right there, right? You still you, you... <laughs> But thank you. I mean, I I, I, yeah. I already know what time it is. I got people that are asking me about that logo you did on my arm all the time at work because I got the uh I got the thing out, which you know I still have a few of those shirts left. So if you want to get one of those now, you know where the design came from. Uh <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, you know, shameless plugs out here. It's funny. You know, I just got to do commentary on some fights the other day, and you know, I can't oh, okay. do shameless plugs on here, but it's my shit, and I and now I can I can plug well, whatever the hell shit. I want. You know what the hell? That's why you get your own show for, because then I can just plug whatever I want. Nobody tell me what the fuck yeah. I'm gonna do. But uh, you know, yeah, I got to do commentary on some fights. It was pretty dope. We had a pretty uh, stacked place. Was doing. Uh, Lights out championship over on pay per view. Shout out to uh Frendo and Pascal's show, Adrian winning him another world title out here. And Corey, did you hear the news about uh our friend Austin Bashy? No, what he's gonna be main event and going to take uh Anthony Pettis's belt. Oh, no, shit. yeah, so he'll be in the main event over there in Wisconsin to go take Anthony Pettis's belt now. You know, that being said, I want to see what happens with Anthony Pettis because he's got a set. This dude's going to step up the box Roy Jones. So I'm just saying, I don't care how old Roy Jones is. I don't want none of that smoke. You ain't hitting me (laughs) with none of that no-look hook shit. You ain't about to box my ass into oblivion. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. I ain't got time for that shit. I'm still, I still don't know how I feel about that matchup. I mean, yeah, he's got a set. I don't necessarily like the matchup either, but it's still Roy Jones. I just think of you. I just think of that fight with freaking Clay Collard from last year in the PFL when, or it might have been the year before. Either way, I just remember Clay Collard boxing boxing the shit out of freaking Anthony Pettis, and I'm I'm like, man, it was just if this, hey. It'll sell some tickets. I know if I was in Milwaukee, I'd probably go check it out, honestly. So I can't talk. I mean, we've got past no guests to the here. show. Josh Burns is over here fighting Kleckler yep. on there. You got a whole bunch of shit going on. It's going to be you got fun. You got Aldo can... facing Stevens on there. You got, you got quite a yeah. few interesting Do you hear about that, Lindsay? Um, Aldo's going to make his boxing debut against Jeremy Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean... I'm assuming he's getting the bag, but the craziest thing about it is it's all under uh, Masvidal's promotion. Oh, man. Well, at least everybody's getting paid. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck yeah. Everybody getting thing, paid. I like it. That's what we're talking about. Well, speaking of getting paid, you know, you're clearly doing that while you're yapping with us. I appreciate you. Yeah, you know, I'm just but, uh, you n- myself. <laughs> Hell yeah. See, that's what we're talking about. That was an accident. You know, so speak... <laughs> Speaking of which, I mean, you've been everywhere lately. You've been on all the different podcasts. You've been doing your thing. You know, speaking of the UFC and all those things, I was listening to your podcast 
with uh, Ashley Evans Smith. Tell me about that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? It was definitely out the way, yeah. Uh, well, as uh, soon as very... I saw that, I was like, y'all two will definitely be a hell of a match. Yeah, <laughs> a very interesting show that she runs, that's for sure. For any of our sh- viewers that haven't checked it out, uh, even if it's not the Lindsay episode, she has a very interesting show dynamic that she runs. And sometimes some of the male fighters, I just can't. I just, I have to tune it off. I mean, I don't want to hear some of this shit. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, well, well, I guess, like, after after I got done with it, damn, I'm just out here making my parents proud. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta oh love it, God. dude. Why did I say all that? But then I was like, well, whatever. Uh, it's funny because, like, I, I think that she's super tight. And are you? Yeah. All right, definitely. Uh, sorry. Um, I'm trying to fix my hair because I got this crazy shit going on. But, yeah, I was like, I, I did the podcast. And, like, I wasn't really thinking about it because, like, the conversation was so freaking easy with her. Like, she's, she's literally, like, one of the nicest people uh, that like besides you guys obviously that I got interviewed by. See, and, like did her she did her research. Well, like you guys kind of don't count because you're actually like I know you in real life. I haven't met her in real life yet, but <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, like I was I was actually like a little bit nervous because I'm like oh shit, like I'm about to I'm about to go on this podcast with this super hot UFC fighter chick. And she's badass, and she's got all these followers and shit, and they're about to, like, go judge me hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what do you feel like the response you've gotten from it's been? Like, what do you, th- not- like, have you gotten, like, a positive, like, get a lot of new eyes, or how do you feel about it? I mean, I've definitely, I don't know if it's positive, because of, like, <laughs> from what we talked about. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, um, people have been nice to me. I guess that's all you can really ask for is for people to be nice to you after you do some shit that you're proud of. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty proud of uh, going on there and getting to, you know, put myself out there a little bit more so than, uh, than I normally allow the public in. So that was like, uh, that was like the first time that I had talked about uh, Thomas being murdered and, um, it was just like, um, it was like, uh, it was, it was nice because like, I felt very comfortable to like, um, kind of like talk about like real life stuff, not so much just mm-hmm. like pro wrestling. Uh, I felt like it was like a, uh, easy, like, it's just like talking with your girlfriends. <laughs> you <know? laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's less of an interview, more of actually going through your life, you know, circumstances yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So so sweet, so polite, and like I I would hang out with her in real life for sure. Yeah, you Dude, can hear. I feel it like hanging voice. out with yeah, y'all two in real life would be a party. I'm just saying. Yeah, shout out Ashley Evans Smith. Definitely, when I, you can hear it in her voice when she interviews people and stuff, though, she definitely has that that very caring tone to her. So you can tell she actually <laughs> gives a shit when she's having these conversations yeah. with people. She's a real genuine, sweet lady, and that's just awesome. Because, like, you don't get that shit very often in this business. Yeah. I mean, like I said, and, you know, out of that interview, that it makes me, you know, it brings me to something else I had to ask you about. Obviously, we've talked about, you know, you training jujitsu, and I'm still mad that you're ducking me. I want to know when you and I are going to roll, hot damn it. 
That's what I want. <laughs> like, that's what I want. Uh, but I come on with it. When you come in to get heel hugs. I mean, <laughs> I already came to Florida. I think now that now the role's got to be reversed. You need to bring your ass to Detroit. And then, and then we can make it happen. I mean, I'll be in LA and, uh, you know, the homie Mark, the shark Irwin from BYB extreme says, I need to come get some work out there. I feel like, I don't know, maybe that might have to be part of the vlog. Maybe I'll go get my ass kicked by Mark, the shark before he has his fight in <laughs> April. <laughs> that sounds like, uh, that sounds like you should definitely do that. I don't, I don't know what's going I mean, see, I'm like, what, what I mean, possibly be let's that? get it. What could, I mean, what could, what could go wrong? I mean, it's only like, you know, I could only end up like a uh, little tank taking out my sister, dude. I just found out my, my nephew <laughs> has already broken his first nose, dude. Like I, I was like, I take no responsibility. Oh, yo. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> so I got the call the other day that my, I think my nephew cracked my sister's nose. So. <laughs> <laughs> so he's only a year old yeah. and he was standing up on the bed and there and there's a big window to the side of the bed so he's figured out that he can look out the window and obviously he doesn't got the best balance so from the way it's been surmised to me apparently he was looking out the window and lost his balance and fell backwards and if you can't tell by looking at this video we got big ass heads in my family so he fell backwards and when <laughs> he fell backwards his head took with him and he just Shot right in the back of the nose. So, <laughs> hey man, Oof. I look. If he's got to use the a joy, headbutt in a fight, I'm not worried about it. Right? The joys of having kids—that's for sure. The joys, <laughs> no. right there. I, I just was like, oh shit. <laughs> My homie is getting tattooed right now. Matt, his wife and uh, kid actually just left before the podcast started. They came by to, to uh, chill and, and hang out with his mother-in-law and shit. And then, uh, like, <laughs> she was like, she was having a great time. Don't get me wrong, but like, <laughs> you know, you can only keep a child entertained for so free and long. And uh -huh. I was like. Hey, now we're gonna do the podcast. <laughs> See, that's because we had to bring you had to bring Swerve's pig, and you'd have been all right. Yeah, you want to you want to flip through the the pre-made tattoo book? I mean, here's the other oh, one. You don't even know. I have like all the okay, so I have to print stencils out uh, instead of like using the Thermofax copier or whatever. Basically, I have a shitload of extra stencils, but I put them in a bag, and it's hanging on the wall, and it says. For the kids. <laughs> Lindsay Snow is for the kids, but you know, speaking of the fighting side of things and talking about rolling and all that, tell me about training with Hoist Gracie, damn it. I'm I'm jealous because I needed to be there. J Bones and checking in from Florida. Fuck you, that house uh, looks sweet, by the way. <laughs> that house looks sweet house. that you're in, that Airbnb. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> This motherfucker <laughs> told me that this house that they're staying in, it's like a Star Wars theme house. So like all the rooms got different Star Wars themes and shit. They got like a whole pinball room in there. And like, yeah. dude, somebody like somebody was dropping the big bucks. J Bone's out here traveling in style. I'm a little bit jealous. All the more reason why I can't wait to get to LA. But again, that's that's a story for another life, another time. But tell me about training with Hoist, man, because I feel like even for now that the game is, uh, you know, evolved the way it has. I mean, learning from a legend like that is always cool. 
I mean, horse is tight. Um, I, uh, I just wanted to hang out, and that's what I did. I went and hung out with uh, one of my heroes and got to learn and got to participate in, like, the whole seminar <laughs> and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I made him laugh a bunch because that's what I, that's what I do. <laughs> Sorry, I'll tell you guys when to laugh next time, my bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I did laugh. No, I was reading I was reading the Jordan thing. It threw me off. My apologies. No, you're good. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. It was just really, like, it was, like, one of those experiences that you're, like, wow, like, I love this dude. This is, like, all right, so uh, Thomas is my boyfriend that uh, was murdered in September, right? But me and Thomas both have the same jujitsu lineage, right? Uh, under Ilya Lois, and then, uh, well, I have a different um, different instructor than he does, but we're both under the Gracies and stuff. So that was like me one of too. the things that had connected us. And so I went and I told Hoist about that. And um, he, was, he was just like really sweet about it. You know, he was just like, that's really cool. And he's like sat there and talked to me for like a good minute afterwards and stuff. And we just like shot the shit and it was pretty. It was pretty rad to uh, to get on that level with a legend, you know. So. Yeah, just to, like you say, even kind of get the time of day from somebody like that to actually have them hear your story and actually respond, and not just like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. Have a good day," you know, like to yeah. actually give some words back of encouragement. Really, that type of stuff does mean a lot for sure. Yeah definitely didn't just like brush me off you know he was like about there like talking to me and stuff and like giving me positive advice and um you know he, he's definitely he deserves the right to be called a legend and that's all i'm going to say about that <laughs> i mean look if there's no hoist gracie there's no ufc in the early beginning anyone that wants to say different don't know what the fuck they're talking about i mean we got a gracie fighting tonight uh tomorrow night in bellator you know we're talking about bkfc you still got gracies with the huge lineage all mm -hmm. through not just jujitsu but mma as well um with that being said you know another thing i heard you mention on that podcast that intrigued my interest so i want to know you said you were a pride fan how are you feeling about Fedor's last fight and shit. How are you feeling about Fedor retiring? <laughs> I mean, I got to say, I respect the fact that he said, if I'm going to go out, I'm going out against the motherfucker that knocked me out. But man, right. that was kind of bad. So, like, I, I also, For like, the title, too. I don't know. Wait, where? Can you see me? Oh, shit. Sorry. I forgot where the camera is. I was trying to show you <laughs> that Pride logo. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, I see it. I like yeah, it. I see the fifth. That's <laughs> dope. Where my tattoos are sometimes, my bad. I, uh, <laughs> I could, I could you imagine only got a few. Do 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 we even have a rough count still at this point? So okay, like the only thing that I can kind of like equate that to is like this old lady in Hobby Lobby. She was like, <laughs> "Stop me," because like I frequent Hobby Lobby. Um, I frequent Hobby Lobby. Uh, so I'm like always in there with like these old videos and like they always looking at me all crazy but like this one time this old lady she was like this lady not old lady she wasn't that old but like still she was a lady <laughs> anyways uh, she was like looking at me all like sideways and shit and I was just like 
oh great, here it comes, you know, what's going to happen? And she was like, I know that tattoos on your arms, when you have tattoos all on your arms, that's called a sleeve. But oh, what do you know what you got going on? It's like it's a scuba suit. <laughs> scuba suit. <laughs> scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. Where's Scuba Steve at? So that was your cue, bro. That's Fucking great. Scuba Steve has been that's missing great. his cue for years. Damn it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's what I've been. I've been calling it. <laughs> scuba suit. <laughs> scuba so how suit. often on a date, on a regular basis, are you getting dumbass questions about tattoos? Because. I don't got nearly as many as you, and now that my arm is in a is in a sleeve, for those of you who don't know what a sleeve is, fucking every time I got a short sleeve T-shirt on, I get at least six people at work. Man, what made you get all those tattoos? That's a lot of color. I feel like you. It's got to right. be like every other day occurrence. <laughs> if if people can see my tattoos, I get asked about them. <laughs> and I, I can I just do. imagine, and so ex- really especially because the 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 fact you work in the field too you're already you're answering both in a professional way and as somebody with so much experience from having so many that it's like a double-edged sword even if they don't know that you do it for a living you're getting those questions from random strangers and such you know and then you get in your line of work well oh hey what do you think i should do or from other artists oh hey what's the better you know just constant i imagine it's a constant conversation in your life it, it definitely is a constant. That's why I do so much other shit. So I have other things to talk about. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I do tattoos, but I do taxidermy. And like, let's go play jujitsu so that I don't have Taxid- to sit here and talk for eight hours about tattoos. No, like, I mean, I, I, fuck, I love tattooing. Tattooing is my first wife. Okay. But like, <laughs> I also, like, you can only answer so many questions. For somebody uh-huh. who doesn't tattoo about tattooing yep. before it gets boring and then you're just like dang i wish that i had some cool shit to tell you that you would be into but it's like i can't equate tattooing to building model planes or like model cars and shit you know like <laughs> it's not the same i, it's not the same I can't get in I can't Plus, get into like, the finer details with you about what makes it interesting and to at your level of the game, what makes it interesting to somebody like you, you can't explain that to a layman's, you know, in five minutes where it would make an interesting conversation, you know. <laughs> yeah, they would yeah, there would have to be some other other uh things added to the conversation to make it to yeah. make it not to mention like i think you would agree with this but i feel like the people that ask like a million and five questions are usually the people that don't have balls enough to get a tattoo or just talk shit they want to get a tattoo and they don't because like i mean once you get a few of them it just becomes like you know i this is kind of what i want this is the idea of what i'm thinking you know it's kind of is what it is like you don't have to like tell me oh shit this is gonna hurt oh there's no point to that we're already we're already far past all that shit Stop. Yeah, you kind of have a good grip on it from like a couple. You get a couple of tattoos, and you kind of understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. sometimes there's people, you know, like a lot of people don't have a shitload of tattoos, so they they're interested in what you're doing and why you have this many tattoos, and you know, like what made you do that? Like 
Why was your childhood that bad? <laughs> your go-to answer needs well, to be because it, it, I'm it a can, pro wrestler and I smoke people with light tubes. That there you go. That, it just, could, that solves all right. of it. I mean, it's definitely an interesting life choice in some way or another. But what also is is getting into taxidermy. You, I, you brought that up like it was he just some little fly thing that we were just. Goes, gonna, I want to hear about like we're just going to leave that out of this as as a avid avid Michigan man hunter. What, what are I, we? What are we stuffing? What are we normally stuffing? Are we stuffing deers? Okay, are we stuffing I, gators I, down there in Florida? Like, what are we I stuffing? <laughs> uh oh, you done did it, Corey. Look what you did. Sorry, I had to pick it up with my, but it's got my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I I have one of those somewhere from a long <laughs> time ago from Louisiana. I sadly, I sadly didn't do that one. I picked it up with a paper towel, but I'm still gonna change my gloves because fuck all y'all watching me do this shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so um like i've done i've done rabbits like squirrels stuff like that uh the first taxidermy animal i did was a rabbit and um i actually posed it i mean hey if people didn't know, your shirt looks like a Cartman shirt, so it'd be perfect for the back of the day. It's not. <laughs> it's actually a Gardner Minshew shirt, and it says Duval on it. <laughs> Always repping that Florida. I like it. Well, you all, all right. I already know what time it is. See, we've been rocking with Lindsay Snow for a while, back since the Evolve and the Shine days, man. That seems like that was so far ago. I mean, I remember it interviewing a guy named Josh Briggs, and now that guy's up on fucking NXT and Theory and all them fuckers. So it's been yeah. it's been a minute. Yeah, for sure. But <clears throat> with with that all being said, I know you're getting uh, you're finishing your deal up, so I'm gonna let you get out of here on this. So before I let you get out of here, we've mentioned it about three times during the show. I have to know, can you please tell me the fucking Necro Butcher weed farm story, please? Yes. <laughs> I almost forgot about it, too. Oh, my God. All right. So, like. I was building up to the great climax. Right. <laughs> All right. So, if you were going to tell me, like, 10 years ago that, like, one of my best friends would be a Necro Butcher and that... Uh, we will be on a show randomly together in California and uh, we will wake up at like eight o'clock in the morning to go to this weed farm and like see like like miles and miles of weed like like the most amount of weed I've ever seen in my entire life it was so beautiful and it smelled so good and like I wanted to like post the pictures and stuff but I might wait because I believe that these uh this this op that I went to with Necro Butcher is probably gonna be the sponsor for the Kaiju Cannabis Cup. So yeah. I wanna I wanna give I wanna give them a little bit of time to think about it a little bit more. But uh they, they seem pretty down whenever I mentioned it. So yeah, me and Necro Butcher That's went cool. to the weed farm and almost got lost in this giant like it was like a warehouse and like it had like yeah. flowering rooms. And then it had like a, a mother room, then it had a clone room, and it had all this cool shit. And I was just like, man, science. 
<laughs> I, I do garage doors and security doors for a living. So I go to all kinds of these, you know, grow facilities, dispensaries, all of the, all of the like, and yeah, some of these commercial grow ops like that are just, they're insane. The amount of, uh, product that is uh stored under those four walls or whatever shape the building may be in it's it's insane you're not even kidding like oh my god it was it was beautiful (laughs) like i took so they encouraged me to take videos and they encouraged me (laughs) because it's normally the opposite for me it's like leave your phone in the truck do you want to see something and it's like all right (laughs) well maybe they're just trying to get me (laughs) <laughs> you gonna yeah, get cool. got? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was one of those. Uh, it was one of those things that it was like, check out all of the science that we've done to make this happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, please, like, be impressed by all of this beautifulness around you. You know, like that was that was pretty much it. So he was like, take all that's the awesome. Yes, yeah, show everybody about this because it was it was freaking amazing like we had to get double clearance to go in there like we had to get uh like like almost like government clearance to go in there so it's like be a necro but you're getting government clearance like who would give us this (laughs) (laughs) well i work for the post office and i'm gonna let you know just because it's government related doesn't always mean that they (laughs) think everything through i'll just i'll leave that at that <laughs> yeah, the the security right. though at some of them places for sure is definitely well, dude. Outrageous. It's like top That's flight secret. security of the world. I was waiting for Day Day to pop out. Bro. Yeah, Craig somewhere around there for sure. Craig, <laughs> Craig, top flight security of the world, Craig. <laughs> Rest in peace, Debo. It's crazy to me that his number is still in my phone. Uh, but would that be? <laughs> Hey, man, we met him the same day we interviewed Booker T and Bruce Pritchard and Bischoff, of all people. So talk about a fucking hell of a combo. All right. Weird well, flex. before I... <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. Weird, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it was a weird... It was a weird fucking... Like I said, I'll tell you an, I'll tell you a story another day. But with that being said, you're getting to the end of your tattoo. We're getting to the end of the show. Do you got anything else that you want anybody to know before we get out of here? Is there anybody that you're looking to uh, lock it up within the squared circle in 2023? Man, everybody. Everybody's on my list. Everybody. I'm trying to... I'm trying That's to what I like to hear. I'm trying to have the best matches of my career this year, man. Like, I fucking... I was out for way too long with knee injury, and then I had a fucking seizure after I got cleared for my knee injury. And like dealing with other life stuff that like really sucks. And like, I don't know, man, wrestling is like the only thing that I really got besides tattooing that like gives me purpose. So uh, I just, I want to be out there as much as possible. I want to travel as much as possible. I want to, I want to like, <laughs> I want to train as much as possible. I want to go to as many gyms as possible. Like, the the uh, it's, options are limitless, basically. Yeah, it's it's very uh, like I had told you before the show. It's very unfortunate circumstances that had led you to this point, but it, the one bright side is you truly do get to really chase your dreams throughout this next year. To your point, I mean, 
uh, at least spin it, you know, into a positive into light a positive. for you. Yeah. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to make him proud. So. I would go as far to say I feel like you are, and I think there's going to be some badass matches in the way for the American Kaiju. You know, I'm going to just put this out into the ether. I've already thrown it out to a couple of the promotions here. But, you know, I would really like to see you show up here in Detroit. And, uh, you know, I see Mickey Knuckles over here fighting all the time. We see Randy West on the show fighting over here all the time. There's all, they got Murdoch and all them guys are over here. I mean, Lindsey Snow, Jimmy Lloyd, all those guys. I want to see it here in Detroit. I know you motherfuckers listen to the show, so listen to the show and make it happen. So I feel like that's as good a place as any to end it. We'll be back here next Tuesday, next Thursday. You know where it is. Hit the button. If you're new here, make sure you hit the subscribe button and all that. You never know what's going to happen. And with BKFC coming through, she's got news. Bye. All right, so like you just brought up Mickey, I just want to give a shout out to Mickey and uh, tell her like, happy, like I hope that you heal swiftly because she took a major fucking she took some major damage um, at the Angels tournament for Tremont. So I just I was want, gonna say that's Tremont's joint, right? Yeah, I just want to I just want to give a shout out to Mickey. She's a tough bitch, and I love her, and uh, I hope that she heals safe and swiftly. Yeah, Hell that's, yeah. A, that's the one thing you hate to hear about most is injuries, man. You know, it's one thing if somebody wants to take time away for personal reasons, whatever the case be, but injuries just sidelining somebody that's never Yo, let that, you want to hear. That hole in her leg was gnarly. Like, that shit was fucking next level gross. Like, I felt so bad, like, seeing the doctor in there. Like, whoosh. I watched that was like shit. when we saw Hoodfoot's arm. <laughs> I watched some weird shit, man. But that was, that was weird for me. Hell yeah! It was the same thing when that happened with Hoodfoot, man. Because we're standing there, and at first, like they stopped. So he started leaking, and then they stopped. And I'm like, okay, he got cut really good. And then I realized, oh shit, he just bolted out of the ring out the back door. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? So you're not kidding. Deathmatch wrestling gets at it. It gets gnarly. Uh, Shout out to Mickey Knuckles. Like I said, we've been seeing her do her thing. Shout out to Randy West. Randy West is banged up right now too, man. Deathmatch wrestling is... Shout out to both uh, of them for being bad bitches. I love both of them. I got mad respect for both of those ladies and uh, and seeing what they they do. And I just... uh, I hurt for for Mickey right now being out because I know she doesn't want to be out. As part as like I know she's got like um, she had been having a really successful run, and to have to to have to come out, you know, after making so many big waves, it's, it's gotta it's gotta suck, you know. I, I feel like uh, mm-hmm. that's what happened to me whenever I fucking blew my knee out, you know. Like oh, I was making yeah. all these waves, and all of a sudden, oh, you fuck fuck your shit up. Now you gotta. Yeah. All, all those people that uh remember your name now you're hoping they still do in nine to 12 months when your knee's better you know yeah exactly that's like the hardest thing is like hoping people remember your name mm-hmm. well i'm just like i said i've already said it a few times between the team of you and mother endless and the crazy shit that you be doing and the, the necro butcher stories and all that <laughs> shit I would just venture to say that if people are new here and don't know much about Lindsay Snow, they're probably going to remember your name after that. Because, I mean, 
that necro butcher <laughs> story was pretty cool and uh talking about everybody getting stabbed with light tubes i mean hot damn we cover all the bases on knockouts and three counts you know fucking mma boxing jiu-jitsu stabbing people with light tubes you know we get done with it. stabbing people with but- needles that too. I mean, you stabbed me with a needle. Colored, see, look, there it colored is. Needle. <laughs> yeah, look, see there. She stabbed me too. It's her fault. I got all these tattoos on my arm now. Fuck! It started with the one in the middle of my forearm, and now this whole bitch is full. It's all my fault. <laughs> all my fault. All my fault. I mean, hey, I got to blame somebody, all right? Because any other time, if it wasn't blaming it on somebody else, they'd be blaming it on me, man. You know, it's pro wrestling. And speaking of that, shout out to our other sponsors, State of Pro Wrestling. Thanks for checking this out. If you guys love interviews and all those things, make sure you check them out. Hit their subscribe button on their stuff as well. If you're in the Minnesota area, tell John and them what up and tell them knockouts and three counts told you where there's at. But, Lindsay, I can't wait to get to L.A. All I'm saying is uh, we got to link up in L.A. That's all I'm saying. A party. A party. Yeah. Yeah. I am I am with it. I'll be down there with Mega Ran all weekend. So it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good time. Shout out to Mega Ran getting in the Royal Rumble over there in Arizona the other day, too. I saw that. He put somebody out of the Royal Rumble. So shout out to uh Mega Ran. <laughs> but until next time and in the in-between time, hit them buttons, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you check out our sponsors. Make sure you get a tattoo if you're in the Florida area from Lindsay Snow. And until next time and in the in-between time. See you.